Thank you for tuning in to Naptime Lessonettes. I hope you find this podcast encouraging in your own personal walk with Christ. And please join me in praying that we see many souls saved as a result of this ministry. And remember, every day is a blessing. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Naptime Lessonettes. I am your host, Juliana. I hope you all are having a wonderful day. The weather here has been so beautiful and has put me in such a good mood. I am ready for spring and to be able to get back to going on walks and seeing my friends and having playdates and basically do anything other than be in my own house. So, um, before I get into today's devotion, I just want to take a minute to thank everyone who's been listening and supporting this ministry. Thank you to my friends and family who are telling others about this and, and sharing on your own pages. And the outpour of of love and support that I've been receiving has been overwhelming and I'm just so grateful and I cannot wait to see where God takes us. I'm just going to pray real quick um, before we get into the word so that our hearts can be open and ready to receive what God has for us. Dear Lord, thank you for another opportunity to tell others about you. I just pray that you bless this time together and reveal to us what you would have for each and every one of us. And thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Okay, so the title of today's devotion is Praise with Your Whole Heart. So I'm going to flip into Psalms because I can't think of any other um, better example of talking about praise. I mean, how many times do we see praise ye the Lord in in all of the Psalms and and we just kind of read over it, but I just want to dive into it and kind of break it down. Um, So if you turn to the very last verse of Psalms, actually, Psalms 150 and verse 6, it tells us, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord, praise you the Lord. So who should praise the Lord? Um, If there is breath in your lungs, then you have at least one thing to praise God for. And maybe you feel like that is all you do have. Or maybe you're having a hard time even breathing in. And I can relate with that. I actually have asthma and growing up, I used to get some pretty scary asthma attacks. And during that, it was not my first thought to praise God for the little air that was getting through. But when the heaving and the heart racing and the hyperventilating all finally subsided, I remember just sitting and thinking how peaceful, how wonderful it is just to take a deep breath and how thankful I was to breathe. But besides just our breath, there are so many reasons to praise the Lord. Um, in 147, Psalms 147, it starts out, it says, Praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God, for it is pleasant and praise is comely. If you aren't sure what that word means, I had to look it up. The definition for comely is, is it's appropriate to praise God. That's the appropriate thing to do. If you keep reading, it said, The Lord doth build up Jerusalem. He gathereth together the outcasts of Israel. Just a side note, God cares about the outcasts all over this world. In verse 3, He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. Wow. This is actually underlined in my Bible, and, and I think about this verse a lot. And here's why. I think of doctors when I look at this verse because there are so many people with different heart conditions or abnormalities 
And with today's technology and different medications, there are ways, essentially, that they are able to fix a heart so that you can live. But when the Bible talks about the heart, or the heart, it talks about the very core of your being, your thoughts, your feelings, your morals, who you are. And not only does God recognize that that can be broken, but he can heal it. The parts of you that no one else knows, that no doctor can even see. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. I'll just keep reading. He telleth the number of the stars. He calleth them all by their names. Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is infinite. The Lord lifteth up the meek. He casteth down He casteth the wicked down to the ground. Psalms just goes on and on with example after example, with reasons to praise him. Um, But I think uh, Psalms 148 and verse 13 sums it up the best. It says, Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is excellent. His glory is above the earth and heaven. So everything we know, this whole earth, what we see, what we think, all of creation... His glory is above it all. And not only does the Bible tell us who and what and why we should praise him, he tells us where and how. Um, Psalms 149, it starts out, Praise ye the Lord, sing unto the Lord a new song, and his praise in the congregation of the saints. Skip down to verse 5, it says, Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. So whether you're all alone in your bed or whether you're at church with everyone around, God says praise him there. So that's my lesson at for today. And I'll just turn over to one more psalm. Psalms 111 and verse 1. It says, Praise ye the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. So with the very center of who you are and everything you have, praise God with it. If you still have breath in your lungs, you are still able to praise him. Everything that praise is, like all that it is, is an outward expression of your heart. And he is worthy to be praised. Hi guys, my ultimate hope is through this podcast, if you haven't already, that you come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. If you aren't sure what that means, allow me to ask you a simple question. Do you know for sure if you died today that you would go to heaven? If that answer is anything other than yes, then I can tell you how to know for sure. First, we have to recognize that heaven is a perfect place. And since we are not perfect, we can't go or it would no longer be perfect. The reason we are not perfect is because we are born into sin. The Bible tells us all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And if we die in our sin, the wages of sin is death. That death means not just your physical death, but eternity and death in hell. But God sent his son to be born of a virgin and live a sinless life and to die on a cross to be the payment for our sin. That son is Jesus. He died on the cross and was buried and three days later rose again. And if you believe that and ask Jesus to come into your heart and be your personal savior, then when you die, you will be with him in heaven because your sin is covered by his blood. So if you believe that, then there's only one more step to know for sure that you would go to heaven. In Romans, the Bible tells us that if thou 
shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you are ready, you can bow your head and I can lead you through a prayer to ask Jesus to be your Savior right where you're at. Just repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. Please forgive me of my sin. I believe you died on the cross for me and was buried and rose again. Please come into my heart and save my soul and take me to heaven when I die. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and help me to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer today, then you are now a child of God. Nothing you do or say or anything else can ever take that away from you. If you can, please leave a comment on our Facebook page if you got saved, so that I and others can be praying for you in your continued walk with Christ. And remember, every day is a blessing.